0: Hi, this is your host Simran Chaudhary and I welcome you to the podcast of Writing Your First Book. Also, learn secrets straight from the published authors and industry experts. So no horn, okay please, volume up your headphones and let's get started. Hi Erika, welcome to our series of Writing Your First Book. We are very delighted to have you with us and also very excited to know more about you. Like, we know a little bit about you and your profile, but I'm very curious to know more about you and hear from you.
1: Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Simran, for having me uh, on this platform. And uh, I really consider it an opportunity uh, to share my, my journey with uh, anyone else out there who could be considering writing their own book. Um, so uh, curious about me. I, so, you know, by profession, I'm a life uh, and leadership coach. And uh, I've been doing this for the last five years. I enjoy what I do. And uh, in relation to the book, I think um this book was an expression of, you know, who I am and my own journey. Because you can't be in the kind of job that I do, life and leadership. It's all about, you know, your own evolution. So um speaking more about that, when we get into uh, a little bit more on the book, I've been uh, a coach for five years. I come from a hospitality background. Uh, I love, you know, figuring out what makes people win, what makes them fail and everything in between. And um, about me personally, I think, I connect life and a lot of my dots in my life uh, through dogs. I love animals, and so there's a lot of learning that I get. In fact, just now as we're talking, my uh, my adopted dog is looking at me, and he's got these like very. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, what are you up to right now?" <laughs> so I learn a lot from my animals, and so that I I hope to use that when I work with people and in, in becoming the best versions of themselves.
0: Yes, Erica, I can totally understand because I'm also a pet owner, and, <laughs> and we got to learn a lot about from them, right? They, how they behave, how they act, how they handle situation, how they're very really patient, loyal towards their family members and loved ones. Like they are the best thing if we, uh, if we have them in our life. I guess. That's, true.
1: That's so true. So true. Yes.
0: So Erika, you have written your first book, Reboot Your Life Your Way. So please tell us about what is it? What is the core idea and the concept behind it? Sure. love.
1: I'd love to share that. Um, So, you know, in a nutshell, Simran, I think that um, we're all trying to live a fulfilled life, right? And I call it an extraordinary life. We all want that, right? At the end of the day, um, everyone wants to, go away from this world knowing that they live their life to the fullest. And I think the path to that best life or that extraordinary life can be varied. It can be very diverse. So in my book, the path that I've chosen to focus on is um, the path of self-love. Being able to love yourself unconditionally is the path to a lot of happiness and a lot of joy. And it's not an easy path because... That word is so cliched, right? Self-love. I mean, it's it's become such a commercial concept. But real self-love and what that looks like involves also letting go of a lot of old assumptions, old beliefs that we have about ourselves. So um, in essence, the book, if you read the tagline, it talks about a playbook on how to let go or say bye to the feeling of I'm not good enough. And that's something a lot of us struggle with, right? I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. And that opens up the space to self-love. So who who needs to read this? Um, essentially, folks like me, because the mindset of people who really have a lot of difficulty loving ourselves and feeling like we're not good yeah. enough, uh, I think is born in the whole concept of perfectionism when we're trying to live our lives and have this picture-perfect version of who we should be, right? I need this, I yeah. should be that, uh, is where these assumptions set in. And so this book is all about perfectionists and overachievers and uh, me and my path that I took along with uh, many case studies of clients that I've worked with over the last years, you know, five or six years to to really be able to shed uh, this... I'm not good enough and then open their lives to fulfilled and happy lives. So that's, that's what I'm tackling in the book. And I hope the point does come across.
0: It will definitely make the point to the people and definitely give them awareness about what self love is. You said it right today. In today's world, we are a lot about self love. Okay. I'm doing this for my, because I love myself. I'm going for a solo trip because I need time for myself. But actually, are we putting efforts which makes us happy or we're we just showing off because of the society and social media? Everyone is doing that and self doubt and I'm not enough, something like that, doubting ourselves, our. You know, talent, skills makes us underconfident, yes. which I think because of that we feel very low or less as compared to other people. So we all we don't judge others; actually, we judge ourselves, which makes us feel bad. Spot on. So are doing a wonderful.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: you're doing a wonderful job, and definitely this book is going to be a great message for everyone. But what motivated you to write this book? What was the situation or how this thought came into your mind? okay uh, because of your experiences or something like that that I want to give this message to all?
1: what was sure it? sure. Uh, so I think in this whole path right of mine where I was not even conscious right now as an author and as yeah. somebody who's been in this industry for so long, I can clearly articulate these words but five years ago or six years ago when I you know started this journey I had no idea I had no idea that oh you know I need to be able to uh give a message to people I didn't have a concept of purpose all I knew is that I was unhappy in the life that I was leading it was like a hamster on a wheel you know just kind constantly on uh this uh, auto mode and I wanted to yeah. get off and I tried many things to get yeah. off. And one of them was, oh, I should write a book. You know, I should write a book. I, I have inspiration. And then I sat at my table and I took up my computer, my laptop, and I realized <laughs> I did not have anything original to say. And it was, you know, <laughs> I was just staring there and I said, you know, what do I really have to say? You know, what what is the message that I want to give, even if it is to myself? And interestingly enough, that question, and this is where it's really important for anybody who's considering, you know, writing something, even writing, whether it's a book that you want to publish or even a, a piece of journaling that you want to reflect on. It's so important because that question of what do I want to say actually launched my whole career in coaching because I was searching yeah. for something to say. And actually, what it meant was I was searching for myself, It was I was searching for the voice within me, my true voice, right, the voice that yeah. wants to live this extraordinary life. And um, I'll never forget, I was reading a book that summer, it was the summer of 2018 and it was this book about coaching and I when I was reading it I realized I said oh my god this is this is what it feels like this is what home feels like you know and mm-hmm. I had that moment uh, so that started this whole journey the book was forgotten I have to admit in full transparency the book went out of the window this journey the step into this new life that I really wanted and I wanted to claim started and four years later, you know, the, I'm still there and I'm still, you know, working my way and I'm growing. And there's so much self-evolution. And I think it was somewhere around 2020, I, I was working with a, a coach at the time, my, my business coach. And he suggested, he said, you know, why don't you write? Why don't you, as a marketing tool, uh, start putting down ideas and concepts, which you can then, you know, talk yeah. to people. Uh, about so they get to know you better, and uh, I started writing some awful. When I look back, I cringe. <laughs> I'm sure I'll cringe even if I go back to LinkedIn right now. So I started writing these these articles on LinkedIn, and I started realizing that there was a lot of um, resonance with people who were reading these articles. And from there, the ideas came about that why don't I compile these articles and put them down in uh, maybe like a little. Uh, series, you know, like a little booklet yeah. or an ebook. Yeah. Here's what happened though, because I had worked on myself and my own self growth so much and plenty of coaching that I received. When yeah. I started putting these things together, I realized that this was a book. I, I, the book yeah. found me. I didn't find the book. The book found me. It showed up and I was like, oh, wow. Like, so, that's, that looks like the start of this journey. This looks like the middle. This yeah. looks like what it could be. And I was still in the process of developing this whole, um, you know, yeah. uh, series. So the book was evolving series. as I was evolving, and <laughs> uh, and that's what sort of gave me the the courage, I would say, to say, you know, what I don't think this should just be an ebook, or it should just not be like something that I do overnight. I want this to be something solid. I want this to be a book. So that was the whole evolution of how I came to start writing a really, in my opinion, serious first book.
0: (laughs) You said it right because you learned a lot. I think writing a book was a learning journey for you because when you thought you have to write a book and the day when you started actually writing it was, I think there was a major difference within, uh, within you. Right, so you learned a lot from this yes. and that, so you would have compiled a lot of thoughts for writing it. So, how did you prepare it? Like, how did you compile or prepare your thoughts before writing the book?
1: Yeah, one word for that, Simran: messy, 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 messy. <laughs> if you're somebody who's writing the for the first time, um, one thing that I would say is a word that you have to get used to, which is messy. There's a lot of chaos. You know, there, there is, there is a thought, there is an intention. And as an author, I felt like I know what I want to say, but the journey between putting that down and having that, that come together is not always linear. So there were many yeah. times when, you know, in my own like parallel, I'm, I'm coaching somebody. I'm working with a client and I'm having a realization and I'm coming back to the book and I'm saying, Oh my yeah. gosh. So it's not this chapter before this chapter. It's, you know, I'm changing the chronology. I'm changing, um, the, the belief, the concept even in that chapter. So, um, it's, it's, it's chaotic. It's messy. Um, and you've got to be, Really okay with comfort in discomfort, as I call it. You know, you have to be completely okay that this book is feeling like crap; it's not going anywhere. But yet, I have this faith that it's going to turn out into something that I'm proud of.
0: And I think it has turned out something with what you're proud of. It's your first creation, first book. Like it's another feather you have added on your your basket. Talent of basket and achievements. I can understand, Erica. it's not easy to what we want to do to make it happen. Because in between the journey, we feel a lot of hurdles, struggles. And what happens is the inner satisfaction. We don't satisfy to, to the work what we did or we are doing. Because the imagination is too strong or too creative or too nice that it doesn't fit what actually is happening. And the most of the thing, I guess, we uh, we face struggle is to find the resources. To how does it make it happen? And everything that we all do that thing because everyone ha- creates their own kind of production, their creation, yeah. their own product. So everyone can understand yeah. that feeling. So that's the word, that's what I want to know. What all the struggles you faced mm. from writing it to publishing mm. it, your first book, since it's
1: your first book, yeah. first book, first experience. Yeah. So what were all the struggles? I I think the biggest struggle in the beginning was understanding my why you know and every everyone yeah. who's ever put out something realizes you know you may you may be on you know book number 10 or you may be on book number 1 but i think at the end of the day a book or a piece of work that you're putting out in the public domain is putting out a little bit of yourself and there's a sense of vulnerability yeah. right there's a sense of real you know showing Uh, Everybody says, oh, I want to be authentic. But authenticity requires courage. And it requires you to open up uh, yourself in the most vulnerable parts about yourself. And guess what? I mean, I'm writing a book about somebody who has a problem with vulnerability. I have a big problem and I struggle with vulnerability. Um, and also perfectionism. So, like, how do I get this book done, right? I, I want it to be perfect. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, open myself up. Um, so, those were two of the biggest challenges I had to personally face in this journey. Okay. Uh, the other part was yeah. that someone once told me, I think it was a boss or some employer at some point in my life that told me, you know, Erica, you're not creative. You're great. You know, you're, you're very good. Yeah. You, you're very good as an implementer. And what she actually did at that point was she totally put a, you can say like a block. Yeah. Like a barrier on my sense of that I'm creative. And so in many ways, if you read the book at the end, I've written this chapter on why did I write this book? And the book, you know, is a testament. It's about me saying to the world, That I, I am creative. You know, writing a book is an act of creativity. It's an act of creativity and creativity is the part of you that really allows itself to be expressed when you are able to let go of all these, you know, false beliefs about yourself you know, that I'm not good enough, that I can't do this, that I never stick to a plan. Um, So, so you're talking about challenges on an emotional level. Those were the challenges I had to face and it required working with alongside a coach through this whole journey. Because I had this, you know, one of the things you said is that, did you have somebody who is, you know, kept you in constant motivation? Yes. You know, I couldn't have done this alone. I couldn't have stuck to the plan and uh, reached this point where it's actually, you know, published, listed on Amazon, listed on Notion Press without, uh, you know, constant perspectives, constant, uh, you know, uh, uh, creativity inspired by working with a coach. So that's that's one part. Yeah. Then the next set of challenges, I would say, come from the practical. I would, you know, call them logistics. So as a first-time, yeah. uh, you know, author who was going the self-published route, I have no clue who to approach, what to do. And um, it's great to say I'm writing a book and everyone's like, wow. But uh, there's a lot of money involved. You know, there's a lot of expenses involved. And I just jump in to the first thing because this was, I had to get rid of this sense of, um, you know, it has to be perfect before I can show it to anyone. So I I ended up showing it. I worked with a wonderful editor, independent of a publication house. uh, And that was a very good exercise for me because she really helped challenge, you know, viewpoints that I had in the book uh, from a reader's perspective. So working with, um, you know, an editor who really understands your mindset, uh, I think alleviated some of that fear uh and then the next challenge was okay now from this polished manuscript how do i go from a manuscript to being listed on amazon and that's uh you know another big i think it's a big um uh, and I, I don't want to use a harsh word but the word that's coming to my mind is i'd say like it's a it's a bit of a circus because uh there's a lot of okay. like a lot of entities vying there are publishing houses there are self-published manuals. There are these sites that you can go on. And um, the bottom line in that is that uh, I think the challenge for me was I didn't have anyone to really advise me about which steps to take. Where do I put my money in? Do I put my money in a package which really will help me with, you know, all-encompassing everything or should I opt for, you know, the route yeah. where I do everything on my own mm-hmm. and then it's just, you know, putting it on, on, a, on a platform? So I think uh, those were the biggest challenges I faced. And also, I mean, the truth is, you know, I'll be candid here, is uh, I don't always believe that uh, I was told the truth about how this book, you know, the practicalities of publishing something. I think uh, the information that is available out there is bite-sized. So it's like, if you want to do this, oh, we have all these facilities, it'll cost you this much. But then when you get to that step, then the next stage is like, oh, how do I do this? Oh, we don't do that. So then there's there's a new set of, you know, um, like basket of uh, services provided to you. And then you're told, okay, like now if you want to do this, Uh, Like, you know, uh, talking about your book or marketing it, this will be, you know, so maybe I'm just naive, I don't know. But I would imagine that for a lot of people out there, uh, this can be a crazy, scary place to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Because
0: when there's a lot of persons or, you know, people are involved there, it definitely makes into a circle. And they just want to grab customers, people to use yeah. their services. And they definitely charge more by giving pieces of information.
1: You know, the other th- That's exactly, exactly. And, and the other thing, the challenge that I had, uh, Simran, is that, you know, as it is, one is opening up, right, with vulnerability or sharing a piece of work. It's like, yeah. imagine we're all artists and we're all creating different pieces of art. Ours just happens to be with a written word. And you're showing it to somebody for the yeah. first time. What I faced was that, um, you know, the, there was this mechanical approach to publishing. Like, okay, yeah, we we'll take your manuscript. We'll go into the next stage. We'll go into the third stage and not really an appreciation of the work that I had put in and just an acknowledgement of, you know, we can see how, how uh, hard it must have been you to, 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 you know, put some exactly. of this out. So I do wish that there were these, you know, I, I do wish that publishing houses would bring on board people who really put the R in relationship. Uh, I I didn't really experience too much of that. Um, and I, I did feel that as quite a big challenge. It might have been a point if I wasn't so strong about what I wanted. So to counter yes. what I just said is that you know, as an author, I think it's really important to go into this process knowing exactly what you want out of the book. It's not, you know, if you're doing yeah. a book to sell to get many book sales, uh, that could be an objective. Uh, but I think you need to go exactly. beyond that, and I need to. You need to yeah. uh, perhaps ask yourself like, when I have this book published, what is life going to look like? What is the life that I want? Uh, What is my world going to look like? What I want it to look like? And then some of those answers will come to you and then you'll be able to take the steps in that direction and then be able to say, okay, you know what? I don't want to spend my money on this part of it because it's not important for uh, my objectives. So that confidence only comes when you're very clear that this is why I'm using the book and why I'm I'm writing it
0: you stayed strong because you had the courage you stayed strong because you actually wanted this book to happen and I think uh, the, uh, the people who be, who you went through it, for the publication and all they need to be a little more sensitive towards especially the first yes. time authors those who are those who are going through this part for the first time because this takes a lot of courage as well as it's a very risk yeah. there's a very there's so much of risk involved yes. in this so you have to be very courageous. And if the person is uh, presenting its product to the other person who's going to market this, they have to do the acknowledgement yeah. rightly. Because that will definitely give them confidence. Oh, You you are you doing right. You are the right person. Okay, we are the right person you have come to. I think this will make their work more profitable.
1: Yes. This will definitely improve yes. their I service. Yes, I think it, it, could, it, it could be a win-win for everybody. Uh, but in the absence of, uh, that, exactly. I, I, all I can say is, and I'm not, you know, I'm not pushing, uh, uh, for this because I believe, you know, uh, coaching is an answer, but I definitely believe working with, if not a book coach, uh, you know, there are these kind of coaches available, you know, uh, someone who can help keep you on track, yeah. help, uh, you know, push you when you feel like, This is not coming together, you know, to help you come unstuck, to move forward. Um, This is where I really have to credit uh, my profession for keeping me, you know, on the straight and narrow and finally reaching this point.
0: That's why we need mentors at every stage of our life, whether it's our parents, our friends, our teachers or someone outside our family. We know that's what the need of mentors are. And you are also
1: mentoring. So, uh, so coaching is a little different from mentoring, just for clarification. And okay. um, the reason yes. I'm bringing this up is that uh, mentors and parents and family are absolutely essential. There is no knocking that down. And if I can add an end to that, oftentimes um, our circle, the inner circle that means so much to us May be very close to us. And when you're very close to something, uh, you can offer general support. You can offer, you can be the cheerleaders in that. That may not always be what you need. Sometimes you need to actually address the specific block, the specific area. And that's not where uh, you know, your family and friends are not published authors. They don't know your 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 uh, yeah. I- immediate circle. Even people that you look up to will be great at cheering you on. But you, where, why I mentioned coaching specifically and why it worked for me was because uh, coaches are trained to to understand. Uh, what your blind spots are in that particular area and then help you move forward from there so it's addressing very specific concerns that you have and holding you uh, in full you know enthusiasm and acknowledgement so where I didn't get that from the areas that I was hoping to that's of course where I, I ended up asking for it in, in another space.
0: That's, you said it right, because there's a difference between mentoring yeah, and coaching. Big difference. And, uh, men, yeah. For mentoring, we need, yes, we also need mentoring. We also need coaching. If we are focusing on a, uh, you know, particular path or we need to get pointed out on a particular mistake, what we are doing. But also, what we need yes. is support. This should be a constant yes. support system who should push us and believe in us. Okay, if we are not believing in us, they should believe in us. Okay, we are we are going on the right path. We are doing yeah. the
1: right thing. So who was your support? System so like I said, my coach. Uh, you know. So it's it's not so much about. I don't think that I needed help to understand what I was not doing right, but it's more important that when I was stuck. When I felt like uh, this was just going on and on, you know, and the stages or the, the, the other parts of my life. Because remember, you're not writing unless you've been funded by some great big corporate head and you've been told for one year, don't do anything else except write. Wow. But the rest of us who are practically writing books and trying to put them out also have families, expenses, incomes, health. Um, you know, our businesses, we're, we're running yes. it with, with a multi-pronged approach. So the, the, the challenge happens not with writing the book. The challenge happens with life intruding on the writing of the book. And that's where my biggest support was when I would go for a coaching session and something would come up. It could be something that I'm working on personally, a personal event in my life, or it could be a setback. Yes. How do I work through that? either with perspective change or with remembering my purpose, remembering my why, remembering why I'm doing this and then being able to pull myself because all of us are naturally creative, resourceful and whole. It's not like we need somebody to point out our mistakes. We know them. It's it's that part between, know you know, the the, the the perspective that, okay, I'm looking at the glass this way. It's, it's half empty, but is there a way that I can look at it differently? And when you get to the half full, that's when you move to your next stage and your next stage and your next stage. yeah.
0: So how different was it for you to uh, not go to a publishing house and to publish by yourself? This is
1: your uh, self-publishing. It's an interesting question. I don't have an answer for that, honestly, because uh, when I worked with my editor, she gave me all these choices. And it seemed like the difference that I understood is that if I sent my work to a pub. A publishing house like you know like uh, the big names that you have out there um yeah i would be relinquishing control of when and how my book got published because it would be maybe it would be rejected maybe it would not be good enough for them maybe they would take time getting to this to the manuscript and I was very clear that I'm on a path of a self-directed path. I have certain objectives in my life, and they go beyond yeah. publishing a book. They they go to the kind of work that I'm doing, and the book is actually oriented towards yeah. people who um who are uh, keen to work with a, a coach, you know, who who um, when they resonate with the book. So uh, I found yeah. that to be my deciding factor that with self publishing i could actually control the timeline myself having said that it took a lot longer yeah. than i anticipated this book was supposed to be out 6 months ago so uh it 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 oh, is isn't it? always what it claims to be uh but good yeah time. yeah and and good it, it took time. the time that it did but i because it was a self publishing journey i felt like I was in control for every part of that journey. Exactly. And I can direct how I want the message. And that would have yes, given you the exactly. satisfaction. Yeah. So Erica, from
0: mark, uh, from a publishing it to marketing, marketing the book, how was the process for you? Because it's the first book for you. So everything would be very Absolutely. new you, right? So how it's was scary. the process?
1: all <laughs> things, was it your challenges? Yeah, honestly, very scary. Um, you know, you, you asked me when we were preparing for this podcast um, about how the the feedback and how my marketing I am in the process of getting ready to talk about the book my book is not officially launched so just to clarify that so uh the marketing piece is very scary I have to I have to admit it's um I have a coach for that too so uh, you know it's it's very important that I make these points because I have a whole file folder on my computer with all this information that I have about marketing my book and I haven't done anything about it. So there's this book that's right now listed on Amazon and I have, um, you know, I've been procrastinating on really getting the word out there. And I finally realized, I said, you know, I can't do this on my own and I don't want to work with. Um, just another, you know, I don't want to do a cookie cutter, social media manager, someone who is just, you know, treats my book just like any other piece of work, because this is something really special to me. And it's important for me about exactly. how I talk about it. So um, it's so important. The journey is now taking shape where I, I have a strategy about how I want to talk about it. What I want to say about it, I think that's point, you know, embarkation number one. And then, of course, finding the hows later. So the how-tos, you know, whether you're doing a podcast or whether you're doing the, um, you know, the digital route or whether you're doing speaking assignments. I think those all come as a natural evolution for being really clear about what's the message I want to and who, you know, whom do I want to speak to? with with this with this uh exactly. piece of work
0: when we are naive we don't know what to do and how to do this in this process you it's very you know uh kind of thing it and scares. it's expensive
1: like, and it's, expensive. You know, it's, it's expensive. really expensive i mean if i could put, put that word out there it, i first you know first, first, immediately my book got listed I've been approached by almost eight different entities platforms all selling me you know so uh, pl- uh, packages to to market my book to sell it so clearly there's some uh, you know some ai that's happening where you know new authors uh, get get uh, you know and and if you don't know and if you're if you're you know just overwhelmed with things you want to get the book out there and there are people promising you we'll list your book we'll do this we'll do that pay us this pay us that and so I was tempted to kind of go that route until I realized I said, no, uh, this, I'm going to do this my way. And I'm going to make sure that I put in my heart and my soul into it. And only when I'm clear about what I want and how I want to spend my money, that's when I will take these yeah. decisions. So I would say that, you know, the learning for me has been, you've waited this long for the book to be published. You, I've, you know, I've taken the trouble to get where I have. and I don't okay. mind taking a little more time to really get clear on what it is that I want to say, how I want to say it, and yes. then investing in, you know, various marketing opportunities.
0: And if I've come this long journey by yourself, by self, like, you know, uh, you didn't get any other help except from your coaches, you get the guidance and the self-publishing thing. So I think you are capable enough to do oh, it. by yourself also.
1: You can't market. You can't. I mean, this yes. is your baby. Your book is your baby right exactly you can't, you can't give, give it, it to wrong hands. hands and you can't you cannot outsource your baby <laughs> it's just not possible you have to be able to claim it uh, you know hold it hold it really close to you and tight and have that exactly. voice you know uh, the voice that you want to say uh, about what exactly. you want to to, want to devel- deliver on that book Erika,
0: apart from your book, we got to know a little bit more about you, like you're fascinated about your belief system and everything. So, what exactly the belief system is, if I ask uh, regarding a layman's term, what is exactly the belief system you uh, you think? Or
1: so, I, I think about? you may be referring to uh, the fact that I my my fascination with belief systems is what originated in the book, right? And and what I believe. I I don't, each each human being has a different belief system. That's just a fact of nature. So I don't know about every human being and what their belief systems are. Uh, What I do know, uh, working with people and um, helping them to achieve what they want, you know, is that oftentimes people want certain things that show up in our lives in the form of goals. So it could be, I want to achieve, I want to write a book, yeah. I want to lose weight, I want to, um, I want a new job, I want to change, you know, I want to move to a new city. And these are what, uh, you know, in consciousness, we know as our wants or, you know, our, our their agenda. Yeah. What is really at play is that these agendas are driven by a deeper motivation. It's always something deeper. You know, it's about being the person that you want to be in this life. So in the book, I write about that a lot. I write about my own journey, about how I had these goals. And they were like, you know, really important to me. And then I got stuck in the rigidity of the goals. I had to take a step back to understand how I needed to see what was behind these goals. What are my deeper motivations? And I talk about that process in the book. Um, how to get to the crux of what is it that you really want? You know, do you want to be bolder in your life? Do you want to take more risks? Do you want to, um, be more courageous? And, and all these, yeah. these intentions are always, you know, if they're not happening for you in your life, um, they're always rooted or, or, I would say the layers, at the deepest layer, is a set of belief systems. You know, so I can't have this. So, you yeah. know, the, the most common thing that people know is, say, for example, the law of attraction. Everybody says, oh, I want to have abundance in my life. But what, what do you need to believe about yourself in order to attract abundance? So I'm yeah. fascinated with getting to the root with people when I work with them. So it's about, you know, understanding What do I believe about myself when I'm not achieving this goal? What do I believe about my, what do I need to shift in my belief system in order to be bigger, bolder, stronger, more fulfilled, you know, and live this extraordinary life. And then when we can shift those beliefs or change them to work for us, that's when the magic happens. So that's my area of really, really being fascinated with people because so much I've seen it in the last five years that I've worked uh, with clients I've seen miracles happen in their lives purely based on the fact that they decided to be somebody different. And they chose that. And it's all about choosing uh, you know, what you want to be in this world and then act, claiming accountability for it and actually going after it.
0: Like since you talked about belief system, so I just I'm very curious about one thing. I think we all face in our day to day life. We plan so many things to do, right? We want to clear this. We want to do this. We have. We want our own book, or I'll say I want to clear an exam, or I want to do this at my home, something like that. But when it comes to implementation, it doesn't happen. You know, we can imagine we want to we plan it, but we, we are not able to execute it.
1: Is there some role behind? Is absolutely. The system has a role in this, or is absolutely. We, uh, I, I mean, it's it is it. That is it, you know, if you are finding yourself having these intentions and goals that are just not happening, it's time to take a step back and really pause and yeah. look at, you know, one fascinating exercise that I did for myself a couple of months ago is, um, you know, I wrote my, I wrote on, on the left hand side of my sheet uh, of this book, um, what are my basic concepts about goals? right? Like, what is behind my goals? I believe goals are, okay, why do you have these goals? What's the connection with money and and the job that you want? What's the connection with um, experiencing wealth? What's the connection between uh, achievement and satisfaction? And then on the right side of that page, you know, write down what your views on life are. And for me, as a person, I really believe that life is all about fulfilling a pre-designed purpose right we're all put on this earth we all we're all in creation because we have this sense of um coming into this existence to fulfill something right whatever it is and it's it's not it doesn't have to be some big uh like destination like just showing up you know you in the work that you're doing right now you're motivated by something that really drives you uh to to explore to create to fail and it's only when yeah. this sense of purpose and this sense of intention are aligned will you see some magic happen. So most of the time when a goal is not being achieved, the sense of purpose and the goal are not in alignment and you have to figure out what's, what's not clicking. So mo- most of the time when people come to me and there's, you know, th- when you work with a coach, the first session is about What are my goals? And they'll say, my goals are this 99.9% of the time by the midway mark, which is about three to six months, the goals have changed. Because as you start discovering who you are, what you are all about, what are the values that drive you? Where is, you know, where is this energy of your, where do you feel most alive and most fulfilled? Many of the goals that you're trying to achieve are what someone else thinks you should achieve. They're all should goals. They're not really motivated from a sense of personal drive. Conversely, when you see these amazing success stories, someone comes from, you know, really underprivileged backgrounds, makes it as a big business tycoon. That is an example of somebody who is so connected with their sense of values and purpose and direction that the projection or the trajectory to where they want to go is a natural, you know, it's effortless. It's hard work. But you know where you're going and you don't stop till you get there. So beliefs play such an important role in that. Absolutely. I mean, I can't stress how important it is. I
0: think that's where we have to believe in ourselves that yes, we can do it. We will do it. And that's what we'll achieve it one day if we have planned that for us. And even if that doesn't happen, I think. There, there might be something yeah. wrong. We need to
1: change our plans. There should be yeah. there's something else. We, we change the plan. Don't change the the why. You know the why can remain the same. The plan can change. Yeah. And the the why, like I said when it, when we started today, is if your intention is to have an extraordinary life, right? Writing a book is one way to get there. It's not the only way to get there. So when you let go that rigidity Leon. of like, this is the only plan to achieve that state of being, then you lock yourself into failure. But when you yeah. keep your mind open and you let go of, you know, the how, the sky's the limit of what you can achieve. Exactly. And nowadays, the sky is <laughs> above beyond. beyond. <laughs> we have reached this space. <laughs> <laughs> the universe, the universe <laughs> the is, your, is, your, is your above exactly. and beyond. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more.
0: So, uh, Erica, coming back to you about your book, like uh, this is your first book you have written. So do you have any other plans about future regarding book, being an author or being any other entrepreneurship you want to uh, Definitely entrepreneurship
1: is on my mind. Uh, I wrote this book with a specific... Um, you know, objective that uh, people who read it and resonate with it are likely to be people that I would like to work with as well. Uh, but for the immediate future, I'd say the uh, the plan is to create um, a masterclass around the book. So the book is, you know, when you read it, it's very simple and workbook style. So it's really easy to follow. It's, there are exercises, there are little places where you can pause and actually do uh, you know, take these steps from, from, you know, letting go of, um, these, these old belief systems and old patterns to this, this kind of life that you want to lead. Um, so uh, the plan is to create, uh, maybe like, a um, uh, an on-demand or either a live, uh, workshop series where we take the book and, you know, there are seven or eight really easy to follow chapters. So each, segment would would kind of model something yes. so i work through the book uh with anybody who's interested in in living their extraordinary life
0: i'm very interested in living my extraordinary that's why i'm definitely going to read your book i'm waiting so so that it gets launched and also me and my father are you know very a kind of same personality who actually wants to work on self, self so that how, how we can improve
1: so, so beautiful. We, really yeah, we'll I'd be stuff curious. Stuff. Uh, my audience <laughs> is actually 30 yeah. and 40 year olds, uh, you know, who are going through probably okay. middle management leadership, uh, you know, stepping into their leadership because this is about yeah. really claiming that life. And you're at that age, you know, in your thirties and forties that you really want to make it count. Uh, and i'm sure uh, i will get yeah. great feedback uh, when you and your dad read it because i'd be curious to know Definitely. how it's perceived um, you know by, by the more diverse age uh, trends in, in in the in the yeah in the book reading sphere
0: even we are very excited so uh, th- would you like to give any kind of message to aspirants out there who want to write their own book or those who want to start sure. this journey?
1: Sure. So if, if I through. could do it all again and if I could reflect um, in service of new authors or first time authors, I would say number one is that when you are inspired, don't don't let that voice die okay that voice is important if you're inspired and you're listening yeah. to this podcast and you you have this little flame in you and it says you know i should write a book i want to write a book don't let that voice die it's an important voice listen to it that's your real voice that's you that's yeah. you you know your, your 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 authenticity speaking and then once you are there yeah. be really clear about what this means to you so in other words you know if if necessary uh take some steps to to work on your why your purpose like why w- what does this mean for me not just in terms of writing a book or telling people i'm an author but in the largest space of your life you know who will you be when when you have this book that's often a question i ask my clients is that when you have this yeah okay what will life look like who will you be what 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 will be different about that world that's different from your world now and when you have answers yes. to these questions, I think then just start, you know, just just don't let procrastination get the better of you. Don't let your perfectionism drive you. Uh let let your you know your highest self, you know, that self who wants to say something, drive your your spirit forward.
0: Very well said, Eric. And also, I think uh, I'm not sure what like, maybe it's it's Please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, also, the true motive behind writing the book should not be compromised like you like the why you thought why you started this book yeah. is still uh, present right now and I think it will definitely showcase to the readers who will read this book if if you
1: are not able to articulate to yourself like a year from writing the book why you wrote it then I don't think that that book you know is, is uh, really has what I call legs I think if you are able to say that this is such an important part of my message, if I was up on a stage today and I was asked to talk about um, my message to the world or like in a simple metaphor, if I was driving on a highway and I saw a billboard and that billboard was mine and it, it had a message that I had to send out to the world. Um, if that message yeah. is not, you know, really clear for you, then go back, figure out your message and then the book will follow. The book yeah. is simply the modality. It's not the end game.
0: Very well said Erica. And I think most of us or the aspirants out there yeah. will definitely gain some lessons, learnings from your journey. <laughs> also, I have also learned so many things from this episode from like uh, talking with you. Uh like we should believe in ourselves also, should not
1: judge or self-doubt because that would actually yes, kill our it's, it's absolute the way we go and I think there's one chapter in the book which actually addresses this, I would just add the word should is such a limiting word. Uh you know, when you imagine when you say that word, I should do this. Yeah, right. Like for anyone who's looking at it, yeah, I should not I should believe in myself. Right. When everybody is giving me, you know, uh information about who I should be and what I should do, how how should you be is a very difficult, it's very heavy. A, a burden to bear so I would just you exactly. know, request you one simple little trick is change that word should to want imagine just saying exactly what you said just now with the word want We we believe we want to believe in ourselves because it's really about what we want for our lives and we want this life for ourselves so we choose to believe in ourselves for that
0: Want sounds more realistic and practical. Well, yeah. Should this yeah. kind of cast
1: <laughs> Totally. Yes. <I> guess. <laughs> you got it.
0: And we all are, yeah, and we all are, you know, uh, tired of this Absolutely. procrastination thing. Which we there's no do space in our for
1: procrastination when we are on the path to <laughs> our magnificence and our purpose. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much Erika it was nice talking to you Thank and you. also very interesting to know more about you like like i said i learned a lot also our audience will definitely go to learn a lot from this episode this was really a learning journey for you as well as for us thank you so, thank you so, much, Simra. so much pleasure
1: to be invited Thanks. here pleasure to have this conversation and I learned so much you know from just reflecting back on my own journey so I hope this is of use for anybody out there who's you know considering and please hit me up anytime if you know uh, anyone who's listening out there and needs uh, you know some clarification happy to be of help
0: That's all for the episode. Stay tuned. Keep listening to us. Do share your feedback on our Instagram handle, Brand Podcasters. Till then, keep learning.